You're listening to the Unstoppable E-Commerce Podcast. I'm Karen Parkinson. And I'm Megan Winter. It takes more than a great product, a pretty website, and some social media to have a successful online store. But you've probably already figured that out. So after a decade each in the industry, we thought it was about time we shared our knowledge, experience, and wisdom with you so you can sell more on your online store. In today's episode, we are discussing a recent post on Facebook that went viral. And we're discussing why sometimes all publicity is not good publicity, but we're talking about how this fits in with our brand new marketing funnel and how you can use this to sell more on your online store. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's dive in. Okay, so I've just wiped the tears from my eyes having a quick read through before we go live and we are looking at a particular post that has gone viral today from Bras and Things and it's because you're listening, we're going to have to describe this in detail, Megan. <laughs> the well, caption imagine reads. imagine nothing and then <laughs> put some... Then add some string. <laughs> put some string, fairy, like some dental floss. That's the underwear set. <laughs> So to say hello to the gift that keeps on giving, our Hollywood glam set. She returns in gold with heart-shaped hardware in all the right places. <laughs> and it's pictured on a round cushion. There is a pair of earrings and then this lingerie set. Uh, it's got underwire. That's probably the most material there is. <laughs> there's a few straps. Uh, there's a couple of heart-shaped things where things should be. Uh, they don't seem to be quite in the right place, but this post has 73,000 comments, 13,000 reactions, and 9.6 thousand shares. So you could say this is definitely a viral post. If we look at their next post, uh, it has 79 reactions, 31 comments, and one share. So that's more like what they're used to getting. So this one has definitely gone viral, but is it for all the right reasons? And that's a really good question. I think a lot of the reasons why it has gone viral is actually not because of the brand or the product, but actually everybody else's reaction. So we could, I think, do a whole podcast just reading out the comments, which that's why you have I think we're going to, right? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So should we start with I think we have to read some comments just to give you an idea of the picture. And we will will link to this post Uh, in the show notes. So do make sure you look at it, but not while driving because it's rather distracting. So this is their Hollywood glam set. And then most of the comments are along the lines of Hollywood glam, more like Hollywood ham. (laughs) Can't wait to approach hubby concealing it under a large dressing gown, ask him if somebody ordered a delivery of roast ham, only to dramatically strip off in front of him and start twerking to down, down, <laughs> press it down. <laughs> Another one is Jesus, take the wheel. There was more material used in my, my kid's macrame pot hanger art project <laughs> and it only had to support four kilos. How the hell do you think women are meant to contain 50-plus kilos of Fat flaps and flap in this horrendous get-up. Also, I really love how you added the earrings to complement this outfit because I totally feel <laughs> underdressed without them. <laughs> wow, I cannot think of a faster way to feel repulsed by your reflection. Starting to feel good about yourself? Quick, buy this. Wham, bam, Christmas ham. <laughs> 
<laughs> Liz says, I have questions. One, are they earrings that come with it or nipple piercings? Two, are your nips supposed to go in the hearts on the bra? Because if so, then that's a bit optimistic of the designers <laughs> thinking that after having three kids, my nips are still up that high. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you wear your face mask, but your nose sticking out. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone says, I can't imagine a way to feel more unattractive. Bras and things. I got you, sis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this was designed by a man. The heart on the knickers is not in the right place. <laughs> oh, my God. Look, look, look at this one. Nothing. Nothing beats, <laughs> nothing beats a good old flat flossing. <laughs> At least someone thought it was pretty. They said, very pretty. I will look like a very pretty Christmas ham. <laughs> Jesus, put it on and you'll look like a dream catcher with an actual nightmare stuck in it. <laughs> so, okay. I'll just stop so there because we won't be able to do the rest of the episode. <laughs> So you can see why it's gone viral. People are commenting on it to just say, come and look at the comments. The comments have got, I shared it on my own um, Facebook page. I commented on it and tagged friends and like, come check out the comments. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? So in my post that I shared a couple of days ago, I said like, the comments are gold. Read it just for the comments. But (laughs) I also said, bras and things, Stop replying and pretending like you're part of the conversation. We're laughing at you, not with you. And I kind of feel like that is the sentiment here, right? Like some people are saying, and there's probably a valid argument that this is fantastic marketing. Like look at all the engagement that this brand is getting. But what are your thoughts on that? Well, it's interesting actually because if you look on their Instagram, it hasn't gone viral at all, but all the comments are more swayed to, oh, my God, I love this. I've got this in red. Yes, so hot. Yes, I want this. So it's kind of like their audience is on Instagram and they've actually responded in a good way, but then it's just gone completely viral to Facebook and reached beyond their audience, right? So me, I've commented on this, but there's no way in hell that I would have try and put my body through the process of putting that on <laughs> so oh just imagining you said, next photo a, shoot. <laughs> you said it was a bestseller so people are buying it but yeah is that for a joke? right people it's are joke, buying right? it so somewhere amongst all the the rest of us it's found their audience as well but there's certainly people beyond that although there it's mainly women right reading it and they do sell bras and underwear that do actually have a bit more material than this one. So it could be said that they have other things to suit those people. Back in the day, the algorithm really used to favour if you got a really viral post, your next organic post did really well. So you could say, well, it's great for their next post. But having looked at that, they only got 31 comments, one share and 79 reactions. So it obviously didn't get anywhere near the reach of this post. So it hasn't actually done much for them as far as helping their organic social in that way. 
And we had a student actually say, oh, well, this would be gold for their retargeting audience, for their warm audience. And what they meant by that is in our funnel that we teach in Igniter, one of the things we're doing now to overcome the iOS changes is that we're building an audience by getting people to self-select themselves and say, yep, I'm your audience. And doing that, we put up a really high engaging post that is only relevant to their audience. So, you know, it can be something like uh, baby bingo and all the things that have happened to your baby, you know, people that engage with that post are obviously going to have babies and that's perfect for somebody who's selling a baby product. So the idea is that they see a piece of content and they engage with it if they're in the right audience and then we can retarget those people. But if bras and things start retargeting these people going, hey, yeah, come back and have a look at this, you know, it's not really going to have the right effect because I'd say on Facebook 95, maybe 98% of these comments are really just taking the piss they're not there to say yeah this is a nice piece of lingerie that I'm going to buy it for Christmas or anything like that so for them if they started just retargeting these people for this particular product it's really not going to work yeah and it's interesting because when you are attracting and and the whole point of you know wanting to create a viral post or wanting to you know the old saying you know all publicity is good publicity it's that I actually disagree with that because like you said you're attracting this audience right and that audience might not necessarily even be in the market for your product so you're not only then attracting the wrong people but you're wasting money to retarget to people that are not even interested in your product anyway and they're muddling up the waters of the people that you were attracting before. Mm. But not necessarily their fault. Like they didn't do this as an ad or anything. This is just an organic post that's gone viral. And they probably weren't expecting this kind of reaction because they do actually sell a lot of products that are along this line. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Just this one has maybe a bit less material than others. (laughs) But it's because, I mean, like seriously, as a woman, the place that they have the strings, it's like, where does that go? Like, <laughs> where does it actually, it's because it's so visual and people can really imagine themselves like wearing yeah. it. It's like, yeah, that's not going to work. I clicked through to look what it looked like on a human being. <laughs> so I actually went to their website. So they have increased their website traffic. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> they photoshopped the nipples out. So you can't actually tell if they're in the right spot or not because, you know, you can show boobs on the internet for this store, but you can't show nipples because that would be terrible. So you can see everything except those. So where they photoshopped them out, I can't actually tell if they sit in the hearts or not, or if maybe they photoshopped them because they were in the wrong spot. (laughs) And you can't. Anyway, yes, yes. You can go to your website and have a little look at that (laughs) in your own time. (laughs) enjoy (laughs) make yourself a cup of coffee and have a look through the comments (laughs) (laughs) so the idea is good the idea is good in terms of like you said they probably didn't necessarily do this for the reaction that they are getting it might not have been intentional but then the fact that a lot of people are turning around and saying this is marketing gold you know look at all the comments that they're getting look at all their engagement we're actually saying yeah engagement is great but it needs to be the right engagement so how are we actually doing that in our funnel you mentioned that in igniter we are teaching that creating a warm audience and creating people who engage with you for the right reasons is a good thing because then we can retarget them with product-based ads and with ads that say come buy from us. There's a couple of reasons for that. One is that it's an action that's actually taken within Facebook, right? So if we look at the changes that iOS 
and 14 and above uh, and beyond have created we can't actually retarget people simply by their website actions which we used to be able to do so now if they've opted out that is if they've opted out yes so you've actually created a whole new funnel that you're teaching to our students we're also running it in our agency and so just explain a little bit about that like where does the engagement come in how do you want to do it well what's some examples of how we're doing it well with either our students or you know what we're seeing with our clients yeah, so the idea is that you can run an engagement ad and that can be an engaging image or it can be a video. It's not a sales post. So you're not actually introducing products or anything like that. You're not asking people to buy. We don't even include any links. The idea is just purely to get the right people to engage. So this piece of content is really important to get it right because it needs to be something that will only be relevant to people that are your target market or your customer avatar. So a really great example, Magpie Goose is a fantastic brand. They sell clothing and all the designs are Aboriginal artists' drawings. So they put together patterns and then they print them on T-shirts, shirts, tops, dresses, and they're amazing high-quality fashion label created from Aboriginal artists. So what we've done is we've created a engaging post for Top of Funnel that says, whose country are you on? It's just a text-based image, but it's got their nice patterns in the background, so it's definitely on brand for them. But what it is is asking them, you know, which, which Aboriginal land are you on? And people can actually look up and find the Indigenous names for where they live. And it's gotten so much traction and so many people have actually commented on this post, you know, which area they're from. And that tells us that they're the right kind of people that would actually be interested in a fabric or a piece of clothing that's got Aboriginal art on it. So if people aren't interested in that and they scrolled on by and they didn't engage, they're probably not the right audience for us. But the ones that did engage are certainly putting their hand up and saying, oh, yeah, I'm totally your audience because I'm interested in this. Another one we've done for baby brands, things like it can be tips, right? So you can have like top teething tips. If somebody's interested in teething, they've obviously got a baby and they're going through that nightmare of teething baby. If somebody saw that in their newsfeed and they don't have a baby, they're just going to scroll on past. They're not going to engage with that piece of content. So if they do, they're putting their hand up and saying, yep, I'm your target market. I'm in the right audience. So thinking about a piece of content that you could target to, and we're using this to a whole broad audience saying, you tell us if you're the right person rather than us trying to narrow that down. And then what we're doing is we're retargeting people who do engage with those posts. So it's a really nice part of the funnel that helps us to narrow down that audience without all the great data that we used to have with so many people opting out due to Apple's changes. And I think something that is sometimes not as simple or easy to do is to create a post that is really relevant and is really engaging without being salesy, but also only attracting the right audience. So it like sounds it, easy, hey, but then when you actually get down to it, it's like, oh, no, because that could attract other people or, you know, if you put a generic joke or meme together, it might not work. Yeah, like something that is, you know, funny to everyone. Well, how is that attracting, you know, your right audience? So like you said with, you know, we created a great one, which was baby teething bingo. So what are some of the symptoms? We had, I think, nine symptoms for baby bingo, um, red gums or, you know, whatever, screaming, crying all of the fun things that happen and so people who engage with that are obviously people who are currently dealing with that 
problem. And so therefore the next piece of content that we deliver them in the funnel is the solution, which is the baby teething product that helps with baby teething. We've got, you know, fashion-based clients. This one's a little bit harder because how do you narrow down your audience? So we've actually found that things like try-ons or five different ways to wear one piece of clothing is actually without being salesy, without saying, here's the product, go and buy it. But it actually attracts people who are interested in wearing clothing or wearing fashion in different ways. So then they're identifying the solution first. And so it's, yeah, it's, it can be, it's not as simple as it sounds like making something complex into a really simple solution is actually very complex, but it, once you get it right and you can test lots of different things, right? So we actually test multiple different pieces of content in that top of funnel or the the very first engaging post to get the right one. So you don't have to get it right from the very start. You can test and measure. So one of our students, Colleen, uh, she sells horse riding pants. So they're really beautiful, like bootleg pants for horse riding women. And she put together this meme and she's like, oh my gosh, it's gone crazy. It must be getting everyone, like not just horse riding people. And I remember she told me about it and showed the thing. And I'm like, I have no idea what the joke is because I'm not a horse riding person and I didn't understand the terms. And I'm like, I don't think this would be appealing to everyone because I absolutely have no clue what it's about. So it was definitely a good one. (laughs) Yeah, it was definitely perfect for her audience because it was only, to me, in my opinion, only appealing to horse riding people. And that would be the ideal for being able to retarget because her products are only suitable for horse riding people. You know, we don't want to be retargeting people who aren't. So that was definitely the ideal piece of content for her. So if you're not quite sure, showing it to someone who's not in your audience and seeing if they find it funny or, you know, engage with it can actually be a really great way to check it out because if they would, then maybe it's not right and you haven't quite got it yet. Yeah, that's a great tip because then they're like self-selecting out because they won't And don't try and be offensive or anything because, like, that's kind of what we're saying with bras and things. But if it's just, like, completely they don't get it, that's awesome. That's a really good tip. Yeah. So it's really about, yeah, finding that. And you can test them organically before you put them up as an ad as well. So the way we do it is we're actually promoting and putting some money behind that first piece of content to try and get that top of funnel happening. But you can use it organically and see what the reaction's like. Like if you get a lot of the right community commenting, reacting, you know, and funny things, funny memes, but that are only funny to your audience are perfect. Anything that's engaging. So yeah, try it out organically, put it on your Instagram, your Facebook and see what the reaction is before you decide to use that for an actual paid ad. And something that could maybe work, like I'm just thinking about this now. So when you're talking about solution and problem-based, so usually there's, you know, people fit into different categories. So some people are problem aware, so they know that their problem exists, but they don't know that the solution exists. Or they might be problem unaware, so they don't even know Mm. that they have a problem yet. So if you can kind of identify, you know, where people sit, are they problem aware or problem unaware? Like do they know they have a problem or do they not even know that, you know, are they like oblivious to this problem that you can help identify or, and then are they solution aware or solution unaware? So are they aware that the solution exists maybe somewhere and then they're just looking for alternatives and trying to decide whether to get yours or someone else's or are they completely solution unaware and do they not even know that the solution exists? 
So mm. by doing that, you can kind of reverse engineer some content for that sort of phase where you're almost educating people in a way that's really helpful to them rather than Don't just... Don't you hate it when this happens and, like, yeah. identify the problem? Yeah. And so you kind of just, yeah, think about where your audience is at. If it is, like, <laughs> baby teething, everybody knows that they have a problem with that. And so you're just really aligning with that. And then in the next one, you're then giving the solution. So they might be problem-aware, solution-unaware. So in that instance... It would be problem and then the next like post or next piece of content in the funnel would be solution. I just thought of one for one of our students uh, has the outdoor table. So she sells like unbreakable, beautiful tableware for families that don't like want thick plastic crappy looking stuff but also don't want breakages. So she could have like a piece of content top of funnel if you're listening um, Mm -hmm. that was like who's the person most likely to break the glass this year at Christmas or like at Christmas lunch? Who's the one that's going to smash your favourite glasses or whatever it is? So then those people are all going to tag, you know, and engage with that post because they put on Christmas lunch and people smash their things. And then, you know, the next piece of content could be, did you know we have, you know, these beautiful... Unbreakable unbreakable wine flutes that look like glass but they're not and then they're providing that solution so and they're Australian uh, made too by the way which is awesome everybody should go and check out the outdoor table (laughs) um so yeah like just thinking like what is your product what's that yeah what's the problem even if they don't know it's there you've got the solution like making people aware of that problem in a fun way too you know like Rather than saying, you know, do you get sick of people that smash glasses? It's like, who's the person that's most likely this Christmas lunch? Things like that. Yeah, and it's like to go down that viral road of, you know, kind of creating something that is really, really clever and really funny and hits the mark and in the very right way. Like humour is tough to get right. So do something that you know is going to be funny with your audience. But like with, say, the bras and things example that we started with, I wouldn't try and replicate something that is in that same, you know, vein. (laughs) Mm. If it's going to be humorous to everyone, it's not going to work or to a whole lot of people who aren't your audience or humorous than it wasn't supposed to be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And also like people, there's a lot of sort of, you know, chat around guerrilla marketing and doing things that are really going to catch attention and doing things that are a little bit, you know, in your face. That's risky. Like if it hits the mark well, but 95% of the time it doesn't hit the mark. So what I'm trying to say is like go for the things that you know are going to resonate with your audience, your audience only. Don't try and create something that is outrageous. Yeah, it could be taken the wrong way. Yeah, like a lot of the, you know, whatever the term is, bro marketing, is it? Where like it's like <laughs> in your face and and it's taught a lot. Like, like go for that like. Um, disrupt and. Shock appeal, you know. Yeah. Get people talking through controversy and things like that. Yeah. And that's what we're saying is not all publicity is good publicity. Not all warm audience is good warm audience. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you don't necessarily want uh, people who think your products make them look like a Christmas ham. Maybe not relevant to the rest of your funnel. <laughs> now, again, I think the only way that we should end this episode is to finish off with a few more comments okay. <laughs> from this thread. <laughs> Oh, there's so many people on here saying, honey, you just won the internet for the week. I'm crying. I'm laughing. Oh, my goodness. Is that ham? <laughs> no, hang on. Let's, I just got off it. So we'll just have to. I'm wetting my pregnant self on the train reading these comments. I nearly woke my sleeping baby. I laughed so loud. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Ladies, please do not walk into Woolies wearing this. Security to the deli, please. The Italian salami is on the run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I can imagine prancing around the bedroom in this. My flaps will provide the applause. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just realised what that is. I don't think I can repeat that. <laughs> I'm going to have to put like a warning on this episode. Yep. Definitely. Um, oh, Celeste Barber, can you please model this for the rest of us? I, I cannot wait to just, see that. <laughs> I was just thinking that. I was like, she really, this will be, be funny. Celeste McCrave, Christmas ham leg. <laughs> that's why it's a, um, that's why it's a bestseller. I think people are just buying it. That's a bit of a joke. And then people are like asking Raz and things to send Celeste a set. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. Me. Man, I wish I could look more like a Christmas ham. Raz and things. Hold my beer. <laughs> looks like him just it looks just like the macrame <laughs> necklace my daughter made in kindergarten <laughs> oh, work christmas party equals strung ham <laughs> oh my god this one okay can we this one's good time to practice my flap origami again <laughs> oh my god that's where i left my dental floss <laughs> <laughs> a grocery store butcher sits down at a victoria's secret meeting okay hear me out <laughs> Someone said a bit of spray tan should make you feel amazing in this. <laughs> Is it April? Am I being fooled? Oh, always fantasized about being a roast pork. <laughs> oh, no. Someone said, I think I need to learn origami to pull this off. <laughs> I'm brought to you by the Paddle Pop Lion. <laughs> I just love- does it come with an adult-sized baking tray for me to lay in? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, okay, I have to, like, visually explain this gift that somebody's put up here. So imagine those, like, s- stress balls, but they've got, like, the kind of, like, slimy looking and then it's got a net around it so that every time you squeeze it, all the bits of slime are actually going through the hole. <laughs> And someone said this, but in human form, every time you breathe, bend over, sneeze, or cough. (laughs) (laughs) Today's the day. Bras and things broke the internet. Whoever the designers for this contraption are drunk. Go home, bras and things. You're drunk. Okay, imagine when when Homer disappears into the bush, you know that meme where he like goes backwards and hides. It says that this would be like this on my body. Oh dear. Okay. <laughs> so, I'd make, I'd look like Play-Doh squeezed through fingers. In this. <laughs> Thank God for the okay, earrings. Stop, I would have felt stop. so exposed without them. <laughs> but then, like, brother, things are commenting. Oh my God. Okay. All right. Let someone let's said, leave. but I don't have pierced ears. <laughs> <laughs> As you said, now everybody knows how immature we are. However, I kind of feel like they already knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Bras and things. Congratulations for making our marketing podcast for your marketing efforts. <laughs> Sponsored by Christmas ham or Bras and things. <laughs> Everybody's remembering to go buy their Christmas hands at least. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh okay. dear. Okay, we're ending this year because okay. it's going downhill. <laughs> 
enjoy and have a, have a think about how you could put together your very own engaging post without the I Christmas it. ham. I love how you're like, oh, we're going to turn this around into something that's like <laughs> useful, educational, <and> educational. <laughs> okay, so okay, guys, we're just going to end it here. Bye. Bye. <laughs> If you're looking to sell more on your online store, you might like to check out Ecom Igniter, our online training program. Find out more at ecomigniter.com and be sure to join the waitlist to access our special early bird offer.